Uh, I spent some time in the Arca series, ran Xfinity last year, uh, and will be running full-time with Stuart Haas Racing this year. We caught up with him earlier. Uh, he comes from a long line of family members that did a lot of desert racing, but him, ah, didn't really touch in it or touch on it. But Crasher kicked it off with Riley Hurts talking about it's a big damn deal with Riley joining up with Stuart Haas Racing here in the Freak Nation Lucas Oil Studios. But communication is so key. And now that you've got, let's hope, fingers crossed, a full actual season yes. that will be under your belt in 2021 with Richard as your crew chief. How have you guys started talking now about how you're going to approach this year? Again, assuming that everything is normal in 2021. Yeah, exactly. I hope everything is normal or <laughs> kind of going back to the beginning of last year with fans and full practices and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, me and Richard have began our conversations and started building our relationship um, you know how important that is between the driver and the crew chiefs, and I think we're off to a really good start. Off to a good start? How are you already to the point of ha- being able to joke back and forth with each other? I mean, you got to be serious for a while, and then you got to really be comfortable with each other. Yeah, of course, the comfortability becomes a relationship, and that's when the trust starts to evolve between the two parties. And um, I think we're on our way there. We've definitely told some jokes to each other and whatnot. So, uh, like I said, we're really hitting the ground running. Have you been able to now notice a difference between, and and I I don't mean good or bad by any stretch of the imagination, just a difference in how things will be done, Joe Gibbs Racing versus Stuart Haas Racing? Um, I'm starting to pick it up a little bit. Um, There's many differences, but you'd be surprised how many similarities there are between the two two organizations. Um, Both really great people, and they both build really fast race cars, and uh, hoping that the Stuart Haas guys have a little bit faster race cars and uh, allow us to go to victory lane. Riley Herbst joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Let's talk a little bit about, again, nothing's normal yet. And coming back to the West Coast, that's your home area. I know it's Las Vegas. It's not It's not Los Angeles. But Los Angeles has already been taken off the beginning of the calendar. Do you expect more of these things to happen? What are you guys talking about as drivers as far as, you know, feeling the need to find that sense of normalcy again with changes already happening to the beginning of the calendar next year? Yeah, I hope Las Vegas doesn't get taken off the schedule. That would be a really big bummer. Um, California Auto Club was a big bummer to me as well. I really like that racetrack. I enjoy going out to Los Angeles um to race there so um but hats off to nascar to like be quick on their feet and fill that um track with another track at the daytona road course so hopefully that's the only um change we had to our schedule you know talk a little bit about that because nascar i believe other sports series around the country were really looking at nascar because of how they approach things they were one of the first sporting series sanctioning bodies to actually address COVID and allow events to go back on. How was it with you guys and your communication with NASCAR? I mean, whether it's Phelps or O'Donnell, I mean, these guys, like you said, hats off to NASCAR. They did something that the entire nation followed. How was that for you this year? And was it easier or difficult to kind of navigate? Yeah, I think as an industry as a whole, and especially the people uh, up in the upper offices at NASCAR need to be really proud of themselves for putting on a full, um, not just one series, but three series, a full schedule for all the racing series. And um, hats off to them, working tirelessly late nights, early mornings. So um, that was really cool. And I definitely think that the whole world and um, all the other sports leagues took note for sure. Riley Herbst is in the Speed Freaks bits. Riley, any discussions about you maybe driving for Stuart Haas in some cup races next year? No, not at all. <laughs> None. We, uh, we're focused on the Xfinity Series and um, trying to go contend for a championship. Of the tracks from last year, 
now looking into 2021, which ones do you do you really like a lot more than some of the others? Besides uh, Vegas, I should say. Yeah, um, I like a, a lot of them. Um, Dover up in Delaware is a really fun racetrack. Um, Texas, Kansas, um, big mile and a half fan. So I'm um, looking forward to starting fast and starting early at the mile and a half. So I think our first one's lost. Actually, our first one's Homestead. So um, it's going to be fun to get down to Homestead in the third race of the year. Riley Herbst, what is the protocol for getting some track time in the Xfinity Series for next year? Do you know what the rules are surrounding you getting on the racetrack in the offseason? I think the rules are pretty set in stone right now. Um, I think we have six or seven practices. Um, what I mean by that is six or seven race weeks um, that we had previous that most of the fans would recall where you have um, the multiple day shows with practice and qualifying and then race. Uh, so only seven of those. And the other ones, um, the majority of, of our season will be like um, the last six months or so. Did you we, like that? I mean, it's a change, but did you like it? Yeah, it's definitely a big change. Um, me being uh, less experienced and kind of a rookie, I definitely wanted all the practice and track time I could get. So I wasn't a big fan of it at all. No, but we had to do what we had to do. And I'm happy we did do it. When we've had you on the show several times before, we always talk about you, the history of off-road with your family and dirt racing and, and off-road and desert racing. Does that bring, and I'm afraid if, we, if we've asked you this, does that help you on these road courses uh, in these stock cars, that experience on the dirt? Uh, not really. Definitely um, completely different types of race cars and racetracks and things like that. It's just cool. Um, to have a little bit of a history background um, with my family and racing, but uh, the correlation is is not too much at all. Well, that, what does part- translate though? Because there's got to be something that translates. The competition side, uh, I guess I would <laughs> say that's probably the closest thing. Uh, wanting to win races and um, love the feeling of competing, but that's probably as much as we uh, can correlate. I'm curious about that because I've heard from off-road guys that have gone stock car racing, and they, they there are certain feels that they get it, get in the wheel that they don't think that a guy that's just used to pavement or just going around and around in circles that there's just something different there, whether it's a mentality or the feel of the car. But for you, that's really not much difference. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit of the car control, but like I said, I haven't done too much of off-road racing, so um, I, my whole life has basically been on the pavement. So. Um, not too much experience at all on the right. dirt. Uh, maybe if I was a little kid, uh, probably eight years old, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. You just associate the name Hertz with desert racing and off-road racing. You think, holy smokes, the guy was born, you know, in a, in a pro four truck. That's just the, what you assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that go? As far as discussions at the family dinner table, you're like, no, nah, that's not going to be my career path. I want to go on the asphalt. Uh, it was, it was a bit odd at the first, but my whole family was definitely supportive about it. Um, from my grandfather and my uncles and of course my immediate family with my mom and dad. But, uh, yeah, they were a bit confused when I said I didn't want to race, um, dirt with them. I wanted to go asphalt racing. So, um, but it's cool. It's all worked out kind of for the good now. Did you talk to the Robbie Gordons and the Jimmy Johnsons of the world kind of knowing, you know, with family relationships about how to make the move into asphalt or into NASCAR in particular, because, Hey, they kind of had the connections for you, you off-road family, so to speak. Yeah. Um, one thing that they, both of them said, um, and that didn't talk to each other, but they both told me that it was going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And, um, they definitely were true how hard and grueling (laughs) the sport is to make it, but, um, it's definitely worth it. Tell me what you mean by that. Is it just the, the number of races? Is it the length of the races? What is so difficult about making that transition? 
Um, just how grueling the sport is. Um, like put it bluntly, just how cutthroat this industry is and <laughs> uh, how many racers are trying to vibe for such small spots and kind of in off-road racing. If you want to race, you can race. There's no set limits or anything like that. So uh, that's definitely the biggest thing. That's a great point. It's also something that I would imagine you've had to learn when you started running on asphalt back in the day, whether it was Irwindale or Las Vegas or somewhere in Bakersfield, that you you saw that window getting smaller and smaller to where you got a taste of that cutthroat mentality. Yeah, absolutely. The competition on the asphalt is um, nothing like nothing I've ever seen before. And, uh, and that just shows on Sundays, there's the best drivers in the world um, and competing in stock cars, which is so cool for me. I'm still a fan of the sport for me to watch every Sunday. Riley, who do you trust most on the track to race side by side with? And who do you trust most off the track to give you the best advice? Uh, that's a tough one. I think anybody with the most experience and um, knowledge on a racetrack, I'm definitely comfortable racing around. Um, and off the racetrack, I got some buddies um, who are also in this racing industry that we talk about and hang out with. Uh, don't really talk too much racing, just kind of hang out like every average teenagers and things like that. Again, back to that comfortability, instead of talking shop all the time, just being comfortable, because that does translate. Whether people think so or not, it translates eventually into your job as well on the track. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's good to be 100% focused on racing, but sometimes you also got to take a step back and um, enjoy life a little bit as well. Heck yeah. Where can we get a Riley Herbst mask for to, to protect myself from COVID-19? Uh, RileyHerbst.store. I think they have some. <laughs> It was just right there, Kenny. Yeah, I just, <laughs> Christmas I is coming. I couldn't imagine being go. a 21 year old having to social distance. That's got to be tough as hell, man. It is tough, but um, we're all in the same boat here together. Um, we're all working together to try to get out of out of this situation <laughs> that we're in. We're almost there. We're almost there. Super hey, close. Riley, thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck to you in 2021. I'm sure we'll be talking to you a number of times, bud. Yep. Thank you. I hope so. See ya. Thanks, guys. Riley Herbst getting set to run a full season with Stuart Haas Racing.